Hey, this is Carnell. This episode was previously recorded while on location at Ranger Stop and Pop Atlanta. Got a chance to talk with a huge Steven Universe fan who is the head of Momocon's media relations, Miss Renee Cooper. So after that interview, please stay tuned for the Momocon's press box interview with Steven Universe himself, Zach Callison. But without further ado, on with the show. Hey fanboys, hey fangirls, Carnell Holly here, and I am on location at Ranger Stop in Pop 2019. So I, I, I'm doing my thing, and little did I know that I was going to meet this young lady here, which is which is very cool. But um, please, please, please introduce yourself. Hi everybody, my name is Renee Cooper, and. Uh I guess I could throw a tag in. I'm at PeachyCon Princess on a lot of places, or sometimes at PeachyCon Social. And I just really enjoy being at conventions. Oh man, well, Miss Renee, because last time I seen you, we were at MomoCon, mm -hmm. um, and we had, we had the special guest of Steven Universe, which was totally awesome. And I, yeah. I, I oh man, I, I'm, I'm already geeking out again. <laughs> um, so you're, you're, a, you're a big fan of Steven Universe, correct? Yes, I uh, have been watching it since a little after it aired. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm a big fan, but I'm probably the worst fan because a lot of it I just like to enjoy uh, in the moment. I actually have not yet done my rewatch my re through. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that soon when I have time. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, I love the story of it. I love how deep it got. I love the characters. I really love uh, how the voice actors are so fun in real life. Uh, and meeting them at Momocon, uh, this was like not even their first year coming, having them return and having a couple new faces was super exciting, especially uh, Estelle coming through and talking. Um, and of course, having Zach and Dee Dee and Michaela back was amazing. Oh man, so so as far as the, um, I, I'm I, I I don't want to say this on on air, but I might as well. I'm just trying to be real. Um, I'm still a little behind. Okay. On on the series. All right. And I I heard quote unquote that it doesn't get good because it, it I was watching it and it was a little slow mm -hmm. uh, to me, but it it seems to pick up in season three. Yes, so, and again, I, again, am a really big fan, but probably the worst fan to discuss specific <laughs> numbers to, but there is a point in the series where you notice that there is more happening than just three, three gems and a baby, for lack of better words, um, living and fighting different aliens going on. Like, there's a deeper story, and I don't know if it's around season three. It really depends on where your interest lies but it is very similar to how Adventure Time kind of just looked like an amalgamation of weird animation and candy and 
like really fun Saturday morning cartoon adventure mm. and then turn into this much deeper story of an apocalypse and of uh, you know, monsters and people and redemption arcs. So uh, Steven Universe is very similar to that. And I was immediately hooked just from the character Garnet. I thought it was a really wholesome cartoon and I really enjoyed um, discussing and just like, you know, discussing how cute and inclusive the show was with people. Mm. And that's what really made me have, tell people to keep watching it. Um, but maybe around season three, uh, the arc where it started to get interesting was when you really start to learn more about Rose Quartz and uh, who she really is right. and what she's really been doing and, um, you know, seeing that character come to life in a different way than the other characters have made her seem up until this point. Uh, so, and then the introduction of any of the other Diamond characters um, is really what just, like, again, the story just explodes in a lot of different directions that you don't really expect. Um, so yeah, depending on, I mean, do you know Garnet? Do you know what Garnet is and what she... Right, I do. I do. I do. I, like, no spoilers, but I, I know the, uh, what the, the fusion is that what you're alluding yes. to? Okay. I mean, it's hard not to be spoiled by that particular part because even Cartoon I'm, Network has, yeah. like, they have merchandise for it and it was a really big deal, uh, the, the re-merger that they had in a more recent season, just like a season ago. So, um, but even before then, you know, but learning about those characters and how mm. the diamonds interact with those characters um, really does drive the story home and just gives another dimension. Okay. Well, well I, I mean, I know about it. I, as far as production and, and um, uh, as far as the fusion or whatnot, mm -hmm. I, I mean, if you're brand new, I think you can avoid that even though it's been out for, for a good bit. Um, but... Uh, as far as the, um, the the creator writer uh, mm -hmm. Rebecca Sugar, who you mentioned also with uh, Adventure Time, which mm -hmm, she, mm -hmm. she wrote on that show, yep, is, it's um, like like the the writing. It's I I feel it's one of those things where it's like like it there there's these layers that like you have the kid aspect the and everything, but there's these these undertones that that are more adult oriented mm. in a sense so it's i guess like the uh, the the creative process as far as like bringing the the young and the not, i don't want to say old but uh, uh more rigid, right watchers, right right yeah you know and so we can enjoy but um yeah i understand what you're saying and the writing is particularly good because it's not masks, but it introduces a lot of inclusion, gender, sexuality, um, and other themes that a lot of people would consider adult, but they're, they're aspects of life that even you know teenagers and preteens are going through. They're trying to figure out where they identify and how to identify and how to explain these things to their family and how to explain it to themselves. And there's a lot of that in the writing that uh, Rebecca Sugar and her team puts out, um, but they explain it in the way of using magical gem people. Hmm. Um, so I think that they do just an amazing job at that because otherwise it's not something that's really been done before. A lot of people just say, oh, a teenager or a preteen, they just want to watch this one thing or put these Barbie doll aspects in it or put these G.I. Joe aspects in it. Or um, I know that's 
a more 80s way of thinking of cartoons and things have evolved lately, but... Uh, 80s baby. Yeah, exactly. Same, same. <laughs> I just saw the voice of uh, Gem, Samantha. She's amazing. So, um, And even those characters were colorful and pretty, but they look like Barbie dolls. Mm. So um, now they have shows like this where there's uh, short and, you know, thick or curvy and uh, different color uh, represented in their characters beyond just uh, the one dynamic look. And it still also has a great story to it That's true. Um, that a lot of people can relate to, uh, male and female. So young and, as you're saying, old. I, I don't <laughs> mind being called old sometimes. Um, but, you know, younger as in, you know, the, the, we're at the mix of generations. So there's like millennials who's like us and then there's still like Gen Z who can also enjoy this show as well. There's a lot of people who do. Uh, and of course the, uh, or like Gen X, sorry. And then Gen Z, which I think is what you're calling the next generation until we figure out something because you know these generations hopefully it's not the last generation i, I thought i was Gen X, kind of last oh man um okay so so as far as uh, steven universe the, the 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 star the crown the crown jewel mm-hmm. which I, I just thought about that on on the top of my my head crown I, gem oh, right mm-hmm. right um <laughs> alley-oop um now now, as far as uh, uh, Zach, like you, you, you mentioned earlier that you, you did one of the panels, because we were at Momocon, mm-hmm. um, and we got a chance to interview him, which you be able to listen to that interview. Um, yeah, but, I moderated uh, his panel on Sunday, where it was talking about his music and his voice acting career, but kind of just a lot of what he does in his spare time and a really high focus on his music, which he's been hyper-focused on as well. Um, but a, l- a little bit again about his uh, voice acting career, just his career in general, his acting career. So we cu- we touched a lot of points, and it was really cool to hear the audience's questions and to hear him interact. Uh, he really enjoyed uh, talking about Dungeons and Dragons and how they had <laughs> like stuff. a D and D game that he plays with a couple of other um, YouTubers and voice actors and friends that he's got in LA. So I think that's on Twitch, but I'm going to try to find a copy of it, like a hard copy for possibly YouTube as well. And you're welcome to use the audio from that because oh. uh, it was a lot of fun. Okay, okay, good stuff. All right, but um, man, uh, now uh, I, I got to get on the show. It's, it's too much stuff to watch, yeah. but... but um, it is what only fifteen? They're fifteen-minute episodes. Yeah, at the at the longest episodes are probably the length of a normal twenty, thirty-minute episode. Mm. But usually they're about eleven to fifteen minutes long. But there are a lot of them, and I can understand that. And there is a lot of I wouldn't say a lot of filler because sometimes you'll notice something that is important to a future episode. But there are a lot of episodes that you may not notice aren't that important they're just fun mm. uh filled in things until you see it represented or referenced again later on um my friend who hosts uh, her name is kk and she was at momo as well she hosts beach city hosted beach city con which is now empire city con and uh she had written has written articles about kind of like the best route to go if you really want to get the meat of steven universe if you can't watch every single episode um how to go through and just get uh those where to start basically and um i can't remember if this was her recommendation or my personal one but if you haven't seen the episode called giant woman um that is 
really where it started to pick up for me, where you see that there's more to these characters and these gems than just what they're doing, because it's the first time you see a fusion, and you understand what a fusion means and what it means for Steven, and not really what it means, but just like how it's not, a fusion is like a relationship, and right, how it, right. you can't just force it, um, even if it could be a powerful alliance, something powerful, there's something about it that uh, takes time and effort on both parts, um, but it is really beautifully done. It's got one of my favorite songs, which is Giant Woman. Um, is it? I, I, um, and it's got like an action scene. Not all of them have fight scenes in them, but there's actually like a fight scene in, in this one, so it's pretty cool. I, I don't know if I'm, uh, if I'm still in Power Ranger mode, mm -hmm. but is it, as you're, as you're, as you're telling me, it's forced, like you're not for, forcing it in, in, in uh, that, that synthesis. Mm -hmm. Is it similar to the Power Ranger movie uh, where they were trying to trying to morph and they could not right it is very similar to that it's even similar to like I know you're familiar with Voltron okay like they right can't, right if they're not in sync if they're not uh, aligned and of course they can't uh, you can't work together like that mm. and I think all of those are just very good representation of relationships you can't force something that you just think is expected to happen and be mm. uh, in a you know friend relationship a work relationship a romantic relationship none of those will work if you're just like well as you said it's supposed to happen and it, it doesn't just happen you have to be aligned um, and more than ways than that and that concept pops up a lot in um, Steven Universe but yeah it's very similar to that like you can't morph if everybody's <laughs> if everybody's on different pages and there's chaos, like it's not meant to be at that point. You have to figure yourself out individually before you can, or come together for a really important, powerful reason. And usually, in there's multiple Power Ranger movies, but I know in like the most recent one, I think that's what happens. Um, but in some of them, they're just they're just trying for the sake of trying, mm -hmm. and there's <laughs> not really. But when it comes down to the wire, they know they gotta make it work together, and they put aside the differences. So, yep, I'm. Short answer of your question is yes. <laughs> it is very similar. <laughs> okay, that, that's hot. I like that. Um, man, so uh, I'm like, uh, I'm seeing Miss Catherine speaking of the Power Ranger, Miss mm. uh, Pink Ranger. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. We're, I mean, like I said, we are, we are on location. Yes. So Ranger stop. I just saw the green slash white Ranger walk by a Did little you? while too. I, yeah. Okay, I, I, I need to. Uh, interview him because this is the only day so but needless to say mm -hmm. steven universe well it, like the uh, just to just to go back to the the filler i mean slice of life episodes have it has its place and yeah. and uh but from experience watching naruto and i and i got on it late mm -hmm. and a friend of mine told me like yeah just just skip uh, skip these episodes and blah 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 i'm like like I, I, you know, I'm it's committed. Hard to, yeah. I, I watched all of it, caught up, and and I was I was good to go. I was mm. up and running. So. Well, yeah, there is a time commitment that goes into it, and you really have to push through. But um, if it's something that you see and you really are legitimately interested in it, and you want to put in the time, uh, you can get through it relatively quickly. Mm. Um, you know, pick a Sunday, go through it. Like it could probably work out really well. Um, but if you just like aren't in it sometimes you're just not in it um but it's you mentioned naruto and once i've not watched naruto i've actually not watched my hero academia either because there are certain i, I like certain shows right and there's certain a certain style of either writing or just like a just like an experience i know i'm going to have like themes i know i'm going to see and uh my shonen days are kind of 
past for now. Like I was a I I watch Bleach shown in as like the really like right. hardcore like we're fighting for episodes and episodes and I'm like I just can't I, do that anymore with like the fist fights and stuff like that. But I do like you know I really like Steven Universe, which was not a lot of fighting. It was very cartoony, mm-hmm. um, but the the actual story and the drama and the characters behind it was really pretty. Um, so you have to kind of just like pick and choose your battles. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, but because, oh, that's what I was going to mention. Because it is such a, a phenomenon and this is such a show that people were like, global. everyone's talking about, right, you know, right. it's winning awards. True. Um, it's, it's really breaking the mold in a lot of aspects. That's why I can understand people want to kind of like, what is this? What mm-hmm. maybe I should be into this. So I, I give it that, but sometimes, you know, even the, the mold breaking things, I didn't watch game of Thrones. I did it. So it's, like, it's that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I like I like the show. I watched I watched it. I, I I got on it late. Played catch up. Boom boom. Yeah. But I I have to say, My Hero Academia, is that show. Yeah. No one has told me. Everyone has told me that. Everyone has said I, it's it's really I, we, great. You're gonna this room, you're gonna love there's it. There's room on this wagon. Uh, yeah. That's it's fine. I I continue <laughs> watching the wagon go by. No, and we, we it's a very you, long wagon. We need you there. Uh, I, I don't know that I'd add anything to it. And then I try to talk to you about it, and it'd be already over. And <laughs> yeah, we're still going to be talking about it. That is true. We're still going to be talking about it because it's going to keep on going. Because it's, it's, it's. I mean, it's. And that's also the reason why I can't. Like, it's too long. I already know it's going to be long. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. It's not no, too long. Uh, yeah, it keeps uh, going. It's just right. But, keep fighting. And, and I you'll want people be able to, stop to fighting to catch up, and then you. No. It'll it'll end. Maybe. It will end. And then you're just fighting. It's more fighting. I Maybe I don't like the fighting. This is a possibility. No, I like fighting. Cause oh. I, was, I really like the new Godzilla movies. And I thought, I'm probably going to watch uh, Ultraman, the new Ultraman series on You did Netflix. mention that. On, you, yeah, I, I really that enjoyed that. But, um, you know, I like things to be, maybe as my, uh, certain things I like to be a little bit more gritty, you know. And uh, I see it being really cute, my hero. I you know, it's a, it's a good balance. Yeah, it's, it's I like One well. Punch Man. I want I want to watch more One Punch Man. I feel like One Punch Man is just My Hero Academia, but with a bald guy instead of green hair, and maybe a little bit more, uh, it's maybe in, a little bit more drama from the main the character. It, I, I can see where you like it's in the vein with the, with the superhero. Uh, people aspect. are gonna be like, I'm done listening to this girl because she doesn't watch My Hero Academia, <laughs> and I don't really know. She's good why. people. She's good people. My, that's my Sharita. She's not paying attention to me oh. because she, I, I have not uh, donated to her Patreon yet, so she's not going to pay me any attention. That's a total lie. Sharita is amazing. What? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. She, she, Renee is seeing people that she knows. <laughs> she just doesn't even want to come say hi to me. Sharita's so funny. Oh, man. Anyways, so, but yeah, that's how, um, but back to Steven Universe, I think, like, it is worth the investment, because it is one of those phenomena that people are going to watch, but, um, but it may not be for everybody, just like, My Hero is not for me, but, um. It, it is, it is for you. No, you're like, it is for you, you just haven't taken it yet. Right, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't steal you wrong, I mean, I'm not, I, I, you know, it's. I'll try an episode, if I have it on my schedule, maybe I'll, I'll fit it in there, but. You don't need to say the maybe. The maybe is like, Oh, yeah. Uh, it's never going like, to happen. Is it? Uh, I'll catch it up like six years from now when everybody's done watching it. Or I'll just wait until people start not caring and putting the information up on Facebook like they did for Game of Thrones. And then I'll just watch on Game of, uh, I'll watch it on Facebook. I'll just see how it ends on Facebook. 
It's like I'm not I'm not all for the hype. I'm like like but the hype is is real though. Yeah, I believe it's a great show. Oh, I know. I'm so sorry. I, I, I understand. I, like I'm trying not to turn into salesman mode right it's now. Okay. Like, no, you. I'm already sorry. very sold on it. Okay. It, but like, I just haven't watched it. I get you. Yeah. I get you. I can't wait for season four. Um, because we we spoke to Justin at MomaCon. Yeah, he was, was a great guy. It, it, okay. Okay. I I didn't know how he would take this. I don't know if you've seen my posts, but but. Does Justin not remind you of a fusion between Joel Alstein and Haley Joss? <laughs> yeah, I could see that. That is a thing I you, could see. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm just like, because that's why I asked him Haley about Haley Joss been from his, from his Kingdom Hearts days. Yes. Yeah, from yes. His, uh, not, his yeah, older movie days. Yes. Well, he, he's taken a little, a little different turn with his, with his career. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, with his Sora action and, and Joel Austin in the church, I mean, that's that seems to be Justin Briner all day. Yeah. He was he was really cool. And he was taking to, like, people were really fanning out over him, and he was very receptive and mm-hmm. cool about mm-hmm. that. So, um, you know, most everyone that I was in the room for who came through as a voice was really, really awesome. Had some really cool things to say. Um, and touch on some really cool points. So I'm glad you're able to make it and you know get some audio. I actually missed the Zach Callison uh, interview in the room, right? Um, but I hear that he talked about some really cool things about you know LA and just um, I know in the panel we did, we just touched very quickly on like social media and some of the things that you know just really deep stuff that people don't usually ask about or uh, know about when it comes to being not only a voice actor or an actor, but being a young person who is mm. growing up in that industry. So, um, you know, it's really cool to have him back in Atlanta and be able to talk openly about a lot of those things and see kind of like how he's, um, you know, changed and what he's learned since the first year that he came through, which was uh, actually the first year that I was doing media relations as well. So oh, it's like okay. about four years ago, I think. So they, they did the okay. They came back around. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, like I'll, I'll send you the link for what we what we recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did mention about um, he he got a little personal as far as like the uh, the relationships that he's had, uh, like some people that that aren't even here and uh, anymore. They're passing in and as far as um, uh, well, in some of the relationships that he just had to break away from because it was toxic. Mm-hmm. So like I I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was he was definitely a cool guy. I, um, and again, because I'm always thinking like like he reminded me of Justin Bieber, uh, <laughs> uh, but I didn't know how he would take this, so I kept I kept that reference to myself. But I like I like I like Justin Bieber. Like I like never say never. So I mean, yeah. No, the first year he came through it was actually very much like that. Um, funny story, actually. So they. Um, Again, four years ago. So he just turned 21. So he was 17, 18. I don't know. I think he was 17 mm. or 18. I don't know. But uh, they had a video. That, you know, they have the picture of the people who are coming to MomoCon. And this picture that they were using for him was obviously like a couple of years old. Because when he came into the media room, I'm like waiting. Like his, his dad was there. He's like really cool. Uh, Ed and then he brought his dog like I didn't know all that yet I'm just like all right this is my first year I'm gonna do this great I don't recognize that many people and I'm waiting for this like adorable little chubby faced kid to come in and he's like oh hey I'm Zach comes in I'm like this is this is Justin Bieber like this is not (laughs) this is not the same child are you sure you're in the right place I thought the concerts of the so uh but that's what happens because you know it's 
I'm not a guy, but you know that have people mature in different times. Uh, and we're just like, a little whoa, bit that was just yeah, it was just like really funny. I was like, you need to tell them, like, you need to take some new headshots. <laughs> like that, that picture is way too old. Um, but no, he was like super cool. And uh, another joke that apparently more people do than just me is uh, referred to as Jeremy Shada from Adventure Time because they're like around the same age. Oh shoot! But their voices are definitely not the same. They're right? definitely not even the same person or personality type. But uh, it's just kind of funny. Someone in his panel actually came up as like a friend of his and was just like, I really loved you in Adventure Time. I really just think that you're really cool, Jeremy. I just want you to do, just keep doing a good job. <laughs> so who knows if Jeremy Shada knows that? Uh, he's probably ignoring it. But uh, no, Zach is a cool dude. And I just want the best for him for like his entire career. And mm. I think that is awesome that he's taken the stances that he has um, in his career and his personal life. Well, the cookie time rap. Okay. Oh, uh, Zach, Zach is a is a cool dude. I liked him. Um, man, uh, as far as as far as the the time that we've shared on this, I appreciate you. I I know that you still have a few more things to do while you're here. Oh, actually, I, I think I'm done because the the room closed. I don't have a VIP um, badge, so I'm not going to the dinner with everybody. No, but, um, no, I don't. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm gonna go get a a birthday burger. Um, Happy belated because it was ah, yesterday. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm 21. I'm not 21. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was going there with you. I was just like, is she talking? Oh my god, I'm not 21. Uh, I was 21 once, but uh, so uh, I'm gonna get a birthday burger. And but I did have a lot of fun. I got a lot of pictures of cosplayers. If anybody uh, wants to check out. I don't know where I'm gonna put it. I put them in my stories, and they don't last that long. So I should start making highlights. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I mean, you YouTube put in your, put it put in your stories, but also, I mean, even on IG, but put it on your. Oh uh, yeah, I'll make an IGTV. Someone really told me to start doing TikTok more, so maybe I'll just make some little albums where I put all of those there. So uh, check those out. Again, I'm at Peachy Con Princess. P e a c h y c o n p r i n c e s s. That's how you spell it. So, uh, yeah, check out any of my pictures and stuff from cons and highlights from there. I'd love to get boomerangs. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for uh, the time that we were able to talk. It's always awesome talking to you guys. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Till next time. Bye. What made you take an interest in acting? Uh, singing, actually. I started taking singing lessons when I was seven because I, I sang a lot at school and uh, around my parents. And they they're like, oh, you're, you're loud and you do this a lot. You should probably channel this energy into something. So uh, I started taking singing lessons really like that. And the college student I was taking lessons from, um, her, her school was putting on a community college production of The Music Man when I was seven. So I auditioned for that. And that was my first role. And I, I did it with my dad because I was too scared to audition. So he, he was in it too. Um, voice acting and culture and society has been a very changing landscape in, in one form or another. And what voice acting used to be and how people got into it is very different from how it is now. And you've been a part of that career during that entire transition. What was that like or how did you feel about that kind of thing? It, it's bizarre. I mean, people, when I became a voice actor, um, it was still something I was just like doing on the side for pursuing on camera acting. Um, and nobody was nobody was going out to Los Angeles to pursue voice acting. 
99.9% of the time. It just wasn't wasn't really a thing. Um, pretty much all the veteran voice actors that I know that didn't get into the business in the last couple of years intended to do something else and found voice acting along the way. Um, nowadays, that's completely been turned on its head with new media and the internet and the amount of job opportunities that have come up. So, yeah, I mean, it's a great thing. It's more accessibility and it's it's become a little bit more of a rock star profession than it was. I wouldn't say it's, you know, as, as glamorized as, as on-camera acting or um, or other, other professions in the business, but uh, it's ours and I, I'm, I'm glad that it exists. When did you realize just how big Steven Universe is? San Diego Comic-Con 20... Say 2014 or 2015. Yeah, yeah, 20, 2015. Uh, it was right after Jailbreak came out, and everything changed. Um, we were doing a joint panel with Adventure Time that year, and um, it. The previous year, I believe we'd done the same thing, and we were just kind of like they were sort of attaching us to them to promote the show, and the dynamic had been completely turned on its head the next year. I mean, there were Stephen cosplayers everywhere. Everybody was asking Stephen questions. We had to turn people away for the signing and the, the due to room capacity. Um, people singing the songs in the crowd, it, it had completely changed over the span of months. Um, and that was my first indication as to what kind of phenomenon the show was gonna become and, and the, the culture that the fandom was going to evolve into. So that, that was, a very clear defined moment that I realized that. You have some history of um, playing tabletop role-playing games. A little bit. A little bit. Um, I was wondering, as an actor and a voice actor, how do role-playing games, do they have an effect on that for you? Yeah, I mean, I was I was the kid that, like, played, played pretend until I was, like, 13 or 14 with, and all my friends did too because we were we were performers we were actors we didn't want to let go of that because um, that was a way to do the thing that we did professionally but in a non-professional environment um, and playing playing D&D on show, a show like Dark and Dicey was um, was returning to that childhood wonder that D&D gives to everybody but doing it with a bunch of people who do role playing and voice acting for a living uh, and having a D DM like Kaiji just elevates that so much. So that, that was really cool for the time that I was able to be a part of it. How would you say you and Steven are the most different? Mm. Uh, I, I, have to, I have to jog my memory of like what's, what's out and what's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say Steven... Um, uh, to an extent, a lot of the things that we have we have in common don't go to the same extent. I, I feel like I um, I give people chances sometimes more than they're due, but not nearly as much as Steven does, for better or for worse. Um, I think that's a product of the environment I grew up in in Los Angeles. Um, I, I'm a bit, a bit more of a cynic than he is. Um, he really is the, the the perpetual optimist, and that's what a lot of people love about it. So I, I'd say I definitely have a streak of that, but it's more I'm more of a realist in a lot of ways. Being the voice of Billy Batson, are you are, are there any plans of playing a, a superhero like live action or whatnot? <laughs> I mean, I, I hope. <laughs> 
It's not something you really plan on. That's something that you you, you land and your life is made. Um, I, I have auditioned for a couple of major motion picture superhero projects. Um, that's that's been about it. What's something that's important to you that you would like to be able to share with more people? My music was was that and is that for me. Um, I, I put out an album last August that's all written by me and intensely personal lyrically and uh, goes to some very dark places, talking about um, you know relationships and my my experience growing up in in a relatively hostile environment in in Hollywood, um, and that's that's been really important for me to get that story out, something of my own creation uh, publicly and taking it on tour and um, showing it to people at conventions. Uh, I am working on more of that now, but um, probably nothing new until next year, but the existing album is out now on, on everywhere you listen to music. So you've done so many things in front of and behind the camera. What do you think you want to focus on more in the future? I'd like to continue doing what I'm doing, but um, investing more in the music as as an avenue of, of being creative. I don't want to eliminate any field of work just yet. Um, for the moment, I'm, I'm kind of like wrapping some things up and taking a step back from it all and like turning turning away from it for a minute to see what I, to, to get some perspective on what I want to prioritize and what I want to move away from. Uh, I don't feel like I have the, the distance yet with some of the things I'm still finishing up and working on to really judge that accurately all in due time what's um the craziest most off the wall like fan theory from steven universe that you've seen <laughs> just i mean sneeple's pretty crazy <laughs> um and you know who knows maybe it'll be proven right <laughs> in season six um yeah only in this yellow diamond was one of my favorites um and then some of the most off the wall ones were actually right like a lot of people were not right on, but close with the rose pink diamond connection. Um, it's it's spooky how how deep people read into things. And, um, I, I sometimes accidentally catch myself like starting to talk about things I'm not supposed to talk about because they're not out because people are speaking about them so presently, like because they 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 got it, they nailed it, and I can't give any credence to that. I have a question. So I want to talk about the mindset and psychology of things from when you started Steven as a teenager and now as an adult. How have things changed for you? For, for me personally, for me playing Steven? Both um, professionally and personally. Um, I mean, that's, that's what people write like memoirs about. That's a big, <laughs> that's a big broad subject. Um, yeah, I mean, Steven and I grew up alongside each other and that informed me playing the character and it has informed me and my arc and my own story as a person. Um, I think, yeah, I think the, the shared, the shared burden of like having an abnormal amount of responsibility for someone of my age, of his age, our age, um, even as the ages have spread apart as I've gotten older, um, that's that's something that I always found solace in, and that like, it, I wasn't just you know going to work and and doing the show. I was um, I was taking some of the difficulties from other parts of my life and channeling them into something that would help other people with that. And um, that has never been more present 
than the things that we are working on currently. So I'm very excited for that to um, be made public whenever that comes. Mm. Um, sorry, go ahead. Um, earlier you had mentioned about some of the, I'm trying to think of the word that you used, um, hostile elements of, of growing up in Hollywood. And if you're willing to share, I'd be curious to know how you managed to overcome some of those uh, hostile elements. I have a strong family support system. Um, I have a very strong group of immediate friends, um, brothers basically, that all came up doing the same thing and all except me are no longer doing the same thing for various reasons. Um, but we were all child actors, we all had that shared experience. Um, and you know, even for the kids who came up in, in families where they had support and they had outlets, um, it wasn't always uh, a sunshine and rainbows experience for them. Uh, and for the friends of mine that, that, that didn't have that, I mean, where do you, where do you go? With those, with those problems, with those emotions. Um, not always, but often it was down. Um, so I, you, you'll have to check back with me because I'm still, I'm still kind of reeling from all this and I'm, I'm not really in a place where I feel like I'm able to give wisdom to other people um, for overcoming it because I don't feel like I've fully overcome it yet. And um, I, I don't want to give advice to, to people that have been in the business and, and at a young age and dealt with that, even if not at a young age, but it's especially hard at a young age. Um, you know, I've, I've tried and I, I don't, I've learned that it's not necessarily my, my place right now because I, I still have a lot of things to learn myself and it's, it's hard to watch other people crash and burn even harder than you have at some points and you know, some of those people have rebounded in my life, some people I had to cut ties with because of destructive ways some people are no longer with us so I the one thing I, I, I do maintain very clearly is that there are some systemic issues in Hollywood relating to how we work our youth and it, it will be a topic I want to explore later in my life and revisit at some point because it's it's not um, everything is not as it should be in my opinion. Thank you very much. Thank you for asking. Let's back. Yeah no worries. Uh, so what have you enjoyed working on the most, you know, since I mean, it, at this stage? It's almost like a, a gimme answer, but Steven has just been so uh, central to my life in so many ways. The cast is, um, you know, on that I love you basis. They're family. Uh, they look out for me. They're, um, they're, they're mentors and friends. And Rebecca Sugar is the most influential, incredible person I've worked with in my career and gotten to work with so closely in my career. Um, and it's, you know, a lot of people, they they make their name off of a show that they hate. Like, that's something that happens often, and it couldn't be further from that. I mean, um, it's not just a show. It's it's a, an exercise in really difficult, challenging acting. acting. Um, it's, a, it's become a cultural uh, phenomenon in, in ways that exceed the work and become the message and positive impact on the world. And to have the opportunity to work on something like that, that's the type of thing that 
you know, decades after the show has ended, that will still follow me and 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 have a profound impact on my life and other people's lives. So that I, it would really be unfair to say any other project. I think in comparison, it would be dwarfing that. Thank you. What's something that keeps you humble? That keeps you grounded from getting fucked up by everything around you? Uh, like I said earlier, the family, uh, my friends who call me a dumbass if I'm being a dumbass. Um, <laughs> no, yes, man. And um, just going out into the world and, and, and participating in, in society as just a person. Um, you know, whether it's at you know, conventions or, or on social media or th there's, it's so easy to um, uh, fall into this, this, uh, this mindset that uh, because, because people, because people know me, because people like me or like what I do, that I am, um, you know, I am special, I am superior, like all the, all these ego-driven things that, that even good people can, can, fall prey to, we all have a narcissist within us to some degree, and um, honestly, I, I think it was fortunate that I I had to deal with the challenges of that young, because I, I, I could see it, I can recognize it, and know when to, like, you know, pull pull back and, and just um, just be on a level with, with everyone around me and participate that way. Um, I, like, I like to disappear a lot. Um, much to the chagrin of like my friends and stuff, I'll just go off the grid and I'll, I'll just go places and, and um, sometimes I, I I will go places for days and go by a different name, music festivals, things like that, um, just to just to soak it in. Another question from Yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm certain that you are aware of it, uh, but much of the pop culture world of the fans, anyway have very much identified Steven Universe as a place of representation of uh, both individuality and different lifestyles and cultures. I'm sure you know what I mean by that. Yeah. Um, I feel that the entire cast has kind of accepted this role, but how do you feel about it, knowing that people look up to you guys as, as a world of, of, of free exploration for individuality? Well, like I said earlier, the, the large amount of responsibility at a young age that Steven has with his his task of protecting his, his planet and his friends and his city um i feel like that's a large part of mine i i, I really i really don't want to screw that up you know like i don't want to on an individual level from me to a fan i you know i'm talking to a, a large amount of people in a day that the show has had like more than just like an entertainment impact on them it's had something greater than that and they're telling me that and i want to make sure that every interaction is um doesn't somehow I'm sure I'm 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 fearing much more than is actually possible, but I, I really want to make sure that every interaction I have with a fan lets them know that like that's important to me and that they they matter and their experience with the show matters and I, that's that is an immense responsibility that I take very seriously. So um, yeah. Well I don't think you have to worry about that. You are you are very genuine. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you, know, Thank you. you do a great job of that. So we're gonna probably do um, like Two more questions, uh, and before y'all get your two, I'm going to ask Stephen uh, a quick question. That is, um, <laughs> so earlier we were pairing wine and cheese with yes. your anime of choice. So if Stephen had to pair with a wine and cheese, what would you select? 
Wait, a wine and cheese with a specific anime or just with anime? We're gonna say, well, why don't we do Steven as the character, as a Steven as the character, or you could do it as the whole show. What would you pair as the wine and cheese pairing with it? Wait, I don't understand the question. So, so am I am I specifically picking a kind of wine and cheese that I want? That you would watch Steven Universe <laughs> to enjoy? Well, like, like they pair uh, well together. Like, I'm here for this. Um, obviously rosé. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's a slam dunk. And we're going to go with Colby Cheese because my dog's name is Colby. So. Okay, okay. I, didn't, I thought you were asking for like two non-wine and cheese related things to pair together. I was like, that's, that's so open-ended. That's perfect. All right, so two, two last questions. Oh, um, Federal Highway Funding, Foreign Policy, what do we got? <laughs> Qu um, what's the most memorable experience at a convention that you've... Uh, came encountered with. Most memorable experience what? Uh, most memorable ex uh, experience at a convention. At a convention? Oh, man. Um, I mean, MomoCon be became my favorite convention because of the raves and uh, going up on stage during some of the shows and hyping up the crowd. And uh, Those are some really good memories, just off head. Um, yeah, there's been some really you know serious ones as well. Uh, some people who have shared some incredible stories about how the show has impacted them. There's one who, um, veteran who had PTSD who started to feel said said that he started to feel color and emotion again in his life because he started watching the show with his son, spent time with him, and that was a really powerful moment um, in Florida. And I've gotten to go to some amazing places. Um, uh, I went to a con in Sweden and came out with like one of my closest friends to this day. Um, yeah, it's it's really it's made a huge impact on my life and allowed me to go go a lot of places and meet a lot of people. And um, I have a great deal of friends in Atlanta because of this convention specifically. So it's my third time. Doing it. Wow. Last question. <laughs> I, just, I just want Colby to come see. That's true. We all do. Yeah, everyone's just here for Colby. Question, the very back. Last question. To do Steven and the Stevens was a blast. I'll always, I'll always say that. Um, Mr. Greg was a really special episode and achievement for the show, I think. Just from a storytelling level, from a, a workload level, a musical level. Um, I think my favorite episodes are all unreleased, actually. Uh, yeah, because those, those two have been my favorites for like a good deal of time, but... I'd say like like six or seven or eight of my top ten are of the upcoming crop. And I'm not just saying that for, for promotional purposes. Um, this this new season has been uh, my favorite and really important to me. So. All right. Well, thank you for all of your time. We appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you, guys.